Okay, Rabbi, say good evening. And uh, tonight, as we mentioned, Chavasavavis is going to tell us a monumental chiddush, something novel that he writes not only once, but he writes it twice in his Sefer, once here in Shara Bitochen, another time in Shara Cheshben HaNefesh. And here, the way he brings it out is, which he's discussing seven different reasons why HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw to it that there should not be a clear description of the beautiful reward that's going to be in Olam Abba. We know it's going to be a utopian situation, basking in the glory of Hashem Shechina, but it's never described to us just in terms of a, a, a fancy banquet that we're going to indulge in it and being close to Hashem, getting from His glory. But can we describe it in some things that we'd understand? And the first reason was, indeed, that's the reason why Hashem couldn't describe it. Because it's not something that we in this physical world can relate to, can understand, can have a real comprehension of when it comes to Elam It's a totally different world. It's like trying to describe a beautiful painting and scenery to Nebuch, somebody who is blind. So it is trying to describe to physical mortal beings what it's going to be like in Elam That was one reason. We now come to a new reason why Hashem didn't describe in clear terms what the reward in Elam is going to be like. And here he says a great Chiddush. Says the Chavis of Umehem. Another reason why Hashem did not tell us about the details about Olam is because Shekemul HaOlam the reward for mitzvahs, which we will get in Olam Abba, a person really is not going to be worthy of it. He's not going to earn it just merely with doing ma'asim toivim, meaning doing all the mitzvahs. Even if you could fulfill all the mitzvahs that is possible for a person to fulfill in this world, and he does them all, he will not yet be worthy and fit for schar and oilam abba. Tremendous statement. will only be ready for that. Hashem will only be ready to give him this reward, Bishnei Dvarim, two prerequisites, two conditions. In others, of course, we have to do Ma'asim Tevim, but there are two prerequisites, two conditions that are needed, that are necessary for in order for a person to be able to earn his reward, his place in Olam Abba. What are those two things? The first is... That a person must instruct others to do Avodas Hashem. A person must guide others in performing mitzvahs of Hashem. And guide them in a way of doing good. Now, before we all get worried, one second, I'm not, I'm not a professional outreach person, I'm not a, a professional uh, Rebbe, a Malame, a Rosh Hashiva, what am I going to do? The truth is, this could be any Yid, it could be one's own children, one's own grandchildren. As Avram Avinu, Hashem said to him, Ki yedatev, you know why I love you, Avram? Lamanashi Yitzav as bono as beis 
because you instruct your family afterwards, after you, to keep Avedis Hashem, to follow in your ways of Avedis Hashem. But Chavis Avavis tells us here that without having that peace within the person's portfolio of all the things that he has done in this world, without having that peace of instructing others to do Avedis Hashem, a person cannot earn his share in Olam he cites a Pasuk, Kemosha Kos, like the Pasuk of Daniel says, Umatzdike Arabim, Kechoychovim Leilavod. Umatzdike Arabim, those who are Matzdik the Rabbim, those who make many people Tzadikim, those who make others in the Rabbim, that make others Tzadikim, that they too become righteous, Kechoychovim Leilavod. They will be like stars that illuminate forever. In other words, to have an afterlife, to have an everlasting life, is necessary to have Matzdike Harabim. You have to be from the Matzdike Harabim. Now the Gemara tells us about Vabasra, actually, this passage goes on people who are Malamde Tinekas, those who actually teach children in a formal way. But it's not necessary to be in a formal way. But the passage is necessary. The Chavos understands that what's necessary to have the key to Elam Abba, to get to Elam Abba, is that every Yid must have within his cheshben, that Hashem knows about him, that he has been a matzdika rabbin, that he has instructed others, he has guided others, whether it's his children, whether it's his friends, the people in the community, that he has instructed others on the path of Hashem. Now why this is a necessary ingredient needs to be explained. But let's get this clear, this is what's necessary. Of Yom, another passage, he says, those who would give teichacha, those who rebuke people in the right way to bring them close, and on them will come the good bracha. Then, when this person who put in this effort, it will be in, in accumulated, the gemul hatzdok kosoi, el gemul kosoi. It's a play on words, but he means the reward for his making others righteous, together with the reward that made himself righteous, in other words, his own mitzvahs, and the reward for his amuna that he had, that's also he throws in, we have to have amuna, and his tolerating everything that Hashem has sent his way while he was in this world, then and only then, then he'll be fit, then he'll be ready to be able to earn reward from Hashem in the next world. So this is reason number one. We'll yet get to not reason number two, but first we have to analyze reason number one. Says the Chavis Avavis, a major principle. In order for a person to get schar in Olam to earn a place in Olam he must be from the Matzdike Harabim. He must be from someone who instructs another Jew or other Jews to avoid He guides them to do what's proper. Why is this a necessary ingredient? So let me try to give over the best I can the, the understanding that my Rebbe Zol Gezun saying the Mashkiach gave to understand this. And he based it on a, a mimer from Rabbi Tzala. Rabbi Yitzchak Blaza, the great Rabbi Tzala Petterberger, the Talmud of Rabbi Shol Salander, in his Seychfer Koich Ve'or. He writes an interesting principle based on a Medrash. The Medrash tells us that Avram Avinu was afraid how do we know he's afraid? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to tell him, Al-Tira Avram, 
Don't be afraid, Avram. Sechorcha harbe me'oid. You have a lot of schar coming to you. You have a lot of reward waiting for you. Why is Avram Avinu afraid? Says the Medrash like this. The Medrash says, Avram Avinu was concerned because I went into a kivshonaish, I went into a furnace, and Hashem saved me. I went to fight against the, the four kings who were stronger, and Hashem saved me. Maybe from all of these great miracles, all the good goodness that Hashem has given me, maybe I've eaten up all of my reward in the next world. Avram Avinu, you're worried about that? Why did you go down to the Kivshon Ejlif? Why did you get thrown into a furnace? Only for the sake of Hashem? Why did you fight the kings? Only to make a Kiddush Hashem? Yeah, but still Avram Avinu was afraid. He was afraid that maybe his reward was taken away. So Hashem told him, Altir Avram, you don't have to be afraid. I am your shield. And you have yet a lot of reward awaiting you. So Rabitzel explains this madrish, why Avram Avinu was afraid. Because we know, as we're in Chaydish Elul, we're in the month of Tshuva, and even if we do Tshuva on certain Averis that we commit, sometimes Tshuva is not sufficient. There are certain Averis where Tshuva is not enough, but in addition to the Tshuva, a person also has to endure a certain amount of suffering. As the Gemara tells us, tshuva and yesurin memarkin avinayshushaladim. The combination of the tshuva that he's done, together with a certain amount of suffering that a kodesh baruch makes him endure, with that, his avera is wiped out. But yet there are certain sins that, if those sins are committed, even tshuva and yesurin cannot help. Even suffering cannot yet obliterate the sin that was done. What type of sin is that? That's the Avera of Chilol Hashem. If a person has desecrated the name of Hashem in public, that people know that Hashem's name was desecrated because of what this Jew did, that is so terrible, that sin, that even if he suffers like the suffering of Eiv, it's not enough yet to wipe out his Avera, and only Misa is Mechaper. Only with death will he finally have his final Kapara. That's the way it is with Chilol Hashem. So says Rebitzel over here that there's a concept that we know when you have something on the side of negative, on the opposite side, it's even it's greater. So if there is an Avera called Chilol Hashem, desecrating Hashem's name, where there's nothing that can help to wipe it out, so there must be on the opposite side of the spectrum. Kiddush Hashem, when one makes a Kiddush Hashem, it must be that that is so great that that could never be wiped out. No matter what's done, that can never be wiped out. So, in other words, in order to be assured that a person has Shachar and and that schar can never be wiped out. In other words, the payment for that schar of Kiddush Hashem could never be paid down, could never be paid out in this world. The only mitzvah we know about is Kiddush Hashem. A person could put on tefillin his whole life, 
the best period tefillin with the greatest kavanas of tefillin, but yet could be he had so much goodness in this world that Hashem showered upon him, could be he has used up all of his schar. He kept Shabbos in an unbelievable way, but yet could be he already has eaten up that reward with the goodness that he has enjoyed in this world. But there is one area of Avedas Hashem that can never be used up the schar in this world, and that's Kiddush Hashem. That's what Rebitzala in Koych Vayar extrapolates from this Medrash. So, what Avram Avinu was told on it, Avram, you are a person who performed Kiddush Hashem in such a great way, you have a lot of reward coming to you. In a similar vein, the Rambam tells us in the Pirish Mishnah is in the end of the Makas. The Mishnah tells us that who really wanted to give a lot of schus, a lot of merits to Klai Yisrael. Lefikach, therefore, herebolahen Torah u mitzvahs. He increased the amount of mitzvahs that we have. The question is asked, Hashem, if you want me to get really, earn my reward, so just give me a few mitzvahs, I'll focus on them, and I'll get them perfect. But you give me a, a whole array of mitzvahs, there's so many mitzvahs that the Torah has, 613, 248 mitzvahs, I say, 365 nights, there's so many, says the Raman to explain this Mishnah. Hashem says like this, every Yid has to have one mitzvah that he does so with his utmost capability, with his utmost kavana, his utmost capability. He does it with utmost perfection. And when he does one mitzvah with utmost perfection, that is his key to Elam that's why Hashem gave us a whole smorgasbord of mitzvahs. Because one particular mitzvah speaks to this neshama. Another particular mitzvah speaks to another person. And everybody finds their particular mitzvah which they could hone in on and understand it, analyze it, study it, and perfect the performance of that one mitzvah. Once a person has a perfection of a mitzvah, that it is his key to get to now, once he's in Eilam then even the mitzvahs that he has performed, not so great, a little bit imperfect, he gets schar for that too. But Chavis is saying here that there has to be a, a mitzvah that's done for the sole purpose of the mitzvah. And in the Chavis his example here is the only way a person could be assured that he's doing a mitzvah purely for the right sake is not if it pertains to him, but if it pertains to somebody else. And as I could perform mitzvahs my whole life, but it could be, it could be, that I'm doing so for ulterior motives. And I'm doing so because I'm benefiting from that. And I get reward in this world, I get reward in the next world. But if a person is able to be matzikarabim, if a person is able to encourage another person to do mitzvahs, so I don't get from that. That person is going to get the reward in this world, the next world. So it must be that I'm being mastikarabim, I'm encouraging him, I'm guiding him, that person, for altruistic reasons. Lishma. And that becomes the key to get to Ilam Similar to the way the Rambam is explaining. The Rambam, in the Rambam's opinion, that's, he's one of the, the reason that's saying that, the Rambam, is that the way to get to Ilam the key to Ilam is do one mitzvah with ultimate perfection. 
Chavos Avavos is saying a similar idea, that one must perform something with ultimate perfection and lishma. How is that done? Says the Chavos Avavos, by by guiding somebody else, instructing somebody else, teaching somebody else, if it's done with altruistic purposes, with altruistic intent, then the person has earned his reward in the next world. That's the key. He needs the key to get into the door. Once he's in the door, he's in the door. Oh, now, well, all the mitzvahs he has till now, as long as he didn't eat, eat up the reward for that, he hasn't already exhausted all of the schar in this world, then they'll be awaiting for him in the next world. But the, the ability to get into Elam says Chavis is that one must be a Matzteh Rabbim. One has to instruct others, teach others, guide others to come to Abu Hashem. Agutenach.